Let's talk about stories. We all love stories. Stories make us laugh, they make us cry, they can challenge and inspire us. But most of all, stories are one of the best ways to learn. The stories we will share are true stories of God's rescue and redemption shared by the people who have lived them. People just like you and me, grateful and undeserving characters in God's big story. Welcome to Life Stories. Welcome back to Life Stories, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed the stories we've had so far. I'm really excited. A dear, dear friend of mine, Steve Hicks, is joining us from South Carolina to share his story. I've known Steve for quite a few years. And if ever there was a story of God's redemption of hard things, Steve has one of those stories. And he is walking proof of what following Jesus looks like in the midst of sin and suffering. Steve, so glad you're willing to share with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Ryan. It's it's good to be able to share what God has done. And I appreciate you asking me. Uh, so my story starts several years ago. I am 56 years old and I was raised in a family that was divided. My father very much wanted his children to be involved in church and my mother really could care less. And as things were happening and I, we were growing, the, the three of us were growing up. My father prohibited some things that my mother in turn allowed us to do. Uh, so as a recipient of that, I liked it. But also as a young person, I knew that that wasn't right. In the seventh grade, I went to a retreat with some friends, a church retreat where I heard the gospel preached and uh, knew I, at that point that I needed Christ as Savior. So I accepted him. And then for several years after that, just wandered aimless, aimlessly through life, not really having anybody teaching me or, or mentoring me, discipling me to what a Christian looked like. I ended up getting married. And a few years after my marriage, my mother passed away. And God used that moment to really get a hold of my heart to start to, to seek him and what he wanted in my life. At that point, I was living in Chicago and then moved down to South Carolina after that happened and really started to seek what God wanted. After moving down to South Carolina, got involved with a church that was grace-based, which I had never heard before. And it was so refreshing to get involved in that. Dove in headfirst, getting involved with that church, became an elder at that church. And then a few years later, actually went on staff at that church. I was the family and children's pastor. Really loved ministry, loved uh, serving God's people and just pointing people to Jesus. And in 2011, I was unexpectedly fired from that position. It was is a, a very tough thing for, for me and my family. God then led us to the church where I met Ryan and they just really walked through God's sovereignty in this particular aspect and started to teach me a lot and, and grow. Got involved with North Hills, uh, with their counseling department. Still involved with their counseling department. I do a lot of their intakes for the men and for married couples. And then we're going to fast forward now to beginning of 2019. I was diagnosed with renal cell carcinoma, which was a huge shock. Uh, that's basically kidney cancer. Uh, and it was level two. So they had to remove my kidney and that happened. Uh, after that surgery, I was then referred to a, an oncologist who recommended that I do a clinical trial, which was immunoboosting therapy. Did that and in the process of that, it broke my uh, my uh, adrenal function. Uh, so I, don't, I have no adrenal function at this point. 
In December 2019, I was in a car accident where I hit my head and I went to the emergency room to get checked out. And because I hit my head, they did a CT scan and found a mass on my brain and they wanted me to do an MRI. So the next day I went to the hospital, got an MRI, and they immediately put me in a hospital because I had a tumor on my brain, right near my brain stem. And come to find out that the clinical trial that I had done forced the cancer from my abdomen up to my brain, which ended up being a huge, huge blessing because they couldn't treat anything in my abdomen, but they could remove the tumor from my brain. They removed that. And then in March of 2020, had radiation. And then things were moving along with, with regular scans that were clear. And then in April of this past year, they found another mass in my brain. The uh, doctors did a lot of tests and they figured or were very certain that it was cancer again returning. Uh, so I went to Greenville, North Carolina for a special surgery called gamma tiles, where once they removed the tumor, they could put radiation right into the brain with these tiles. Uh, in the middle of the surgery, they discovered that I did not have cancer, that it was necrosis from the prior radiation. I personally believe that God removed the cancer prior to that surgery. And then here I sit today, um, totally thrilled with the way God has worked through my life and how he has been in absolutely in charge of everything and I can see it his hand uh, directly over my life and I'm very thankful for uh, allowing me to keep serving him through these trials and, and tribulations. Steve that's such an amazing story I, I, you know we read in scripture that what the devil means for evil God uses for good. Yes. And, and I, I think of you every time that I hear that I think so many things that would knock most people out of their walk with Jesus and their faith actually was something that God used to draw you closer to himself. And I just think that's the most encouraging thing I've heard in a really long time. Steve, hmm. let me ask you a question. So okay. if somebody is listening to this right now, somebody's driving along in their car listening to this podcast right now, and they are struggling with some kind of chronic illness, or maybe they just got a really bad diagnosis or something, what is maybe one one thing that you would encourage them to do right now at this moment that might help? I would say probably one of the, I would say there was two things that really helped me. And that was having the ability to talk to uh, spiritual men in my life and women uh, who kept me centered on Christ and taking it one day at a time and not living in the what ifs because the what ifs can be really, really scary, but to to face each day as its new opportunity and and face the challenge that's for that day. Don't look out what, what's going to happen in a week from now or a month from now, but focus on that day, knowing that that's the moment that God has you in. You can't do anything about tomorrow or the week ahead, but you can do something about today. That's really, that's a really good word. Like if, if God watches over the birds, he watches over us, right? Like that's absolutely correct. Worry is not going to add a single minute to our lives. That's something I learned. In from fact, it'll probably take some away. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Steve, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this. I think it's going to be something that a lot of listeners are going to resonate with. And I'd love to have you back on sometime to maybe talk a little bit more in depth at some point, if you're willing. Absolutely. I would love to do that. 
For our regular listeners, thanks for tuning in to Life Stories. Uh, We'll have more stories coming your way soon. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at CPC Soul Care Matters. Listen to the other episodes of the podcast and please like, rate, review and share our podcast so more people can hear about this resource that the Lord seems to be using in some pretty remarkable ways. That's all for this week. We'll come back to you later with more Life Stories. Life Stories is presented by the Soul Care Matters podcast, hosted by Ryan Berg. Connect with us at CPC Soul Care Matters on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more Life Stories.